0: The story of an hour, Kate Chopin. Knowing that Mrs. Mallard was afflicted with a heart trouble, great care was taken to break to her as gently as possible the news of her husband's death. It was her sister Josephine who told her in broken sentences, weird hints that revealed in half concealing. Her husband's friend Richards was there too near her it was he who had been in the newspaper office when intelligence of railroad disaster was received with brentley millard's name leading the list of killed he had only taken the time to assure himself of its truth by a second telegram and had hastened to forestall any less careful less tender friend in bearing the sad message she did not hear the story as many women have heard the same with a paralyzed inability to accept its significance. She wept at once with sudden wild abandonment in her sister's arm. When the storm of grief had spent itself she went away to her room alone. She would have no one follow her. There stood facing the open window a comfortable roomy armchair. Into this She sank pressed down by a physical exhaustion that haunted her body and seemed to reach into her soul. She could see in the open square before her house the tops of trees that were all a quiver with the new spring life. The delicious breath of rain was in the air. In the street below, a peddler was crying his wares the notes of a distant song which someone was singing reached her faintly and countless sparrows were twittering in the eaves there were patches of blue sky showing here and there through the clouds that had met and piled one above the other in the west facing her window she was young with a fair calm face whose line bespoke repression and even a great strength But now there was a dull stare in her eyes, whose gaze was fixed off yonder on one of those patches of blue sky. It was not a glance of reflection, but rather indicated a suspension of intelligent thought. There was something coming to her, and she was waiting for it, fearfully. What was it? She didn't know. It was too subtle and elusive to name, but she felt it. Creeping out of the sky, reaching toward her through the sounds, the scents, the color that filled the air. Now her bosom rose and fell tumultuously. She was beginning to recognize this thing that was approaching to possess her, and she was striving to back it with her will. As powerless as her two white slender hands would have been, she said it over and over under her breath. Free, free, free! The vacant stare and the look of terror that followed it went from her eyes. They stayed keen and bright. Her pulses beat fast, and the coursing blood warmed and relaxed every inch of the body. She did not stop to ask if it were or were not monstrous joy that held her. A clear and exalted perception enabled her to dismiss the suggestion as trivial. She knew that she would weep again when she saw the kind, tender hands folded in death, the face that had never looked save with love upon her, fixed grey and dead. But she saw beyond that bitter moment a long procession of years to come that would belong to her absolutely, and she opened and spread her arms out of them in welcome. Thank you.